second. I'm trying to buy stuff because it's Prime Day. Oh, I just saw that. But like, I feel like there's nothing, anything that I need, like that they offer differently, like on Prime Day versus other days, you know? All right. Welcome back, listeners, to the Part-Time Yetis, an unofficial Disney podcast. Roll call. Jedi Tiff here. And I'm Sorcerer Patty. And you've got Skipper Kira playing host tonight. But now back to Patty for the Disney download. And here are some of the biggest Disney news items this week. The Haunted Mansion will be closed for refurbishment starting August 15th through September 1st for the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay at Disneyland Park. Yes. That seems so early, but I know it's just to get it ready in time for Oogie Boogie. Mm -hmm. Oh no, not Oogie Boogie Bash. That's not going to be in Disneyland. Uh, So Halloween. Oh, uh, Halloween time. Halloween Halloween decoration doesn't go up September. Right. Okay. Because it's like fallish and stuff. Oh my but gosh. That's not Christmas, but they gotta milk the money, dude. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm going specifically just probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. as you should. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. And Splash Mountain is finally turning into Tiana's Bayou adventure. No, it's Bayou. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say it differently every, every single time. Every time you are it's gonna drive her crazy. Kira. Oh god. <laughs> I am triggered. I also don't know how to, Her eyes twitching, you guys. Tiana's Bayou Adventure and will be coming to Magic Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort and to Disneyland Park in late 2024. The ride will begin just after the final kiss and will join Princess Tiana and Luis as they prepare for their first Mardi Gras performance. Awesome. I mean, I'm super excited for it. That feels yeah. so far away, though. It's going to come so fast. You already know that. I know, right. but still late 2024. That's only two years from now. Oh. I was going to say it's more well, than two years from now. No, it is. No, well, it is. Okay, late. yeah. We're okay. like halfway through. Also, <sighs> Galaxy's Edge is already three years old. That's, That's disgusting. Crazy. But I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Avengers so, Campus is one year. That's crazy also. Wow, yeah, yeah. you're right. It does go by fast, but I'm really excited for the the change. Me yeah. too. I love that movie. I feel like, yeah, it's it's about time. I just wish that they had a restaurant to go along with it. I'm ready for that. Oh, that'd be so good if they rebranded like New Orleans Square a little for mm-hmm. that. I oh. think the French Quarter. I wouldn't be surprised if that gets just somewhat spruced up I mean that's the thing they're already New Orleans themed Mm -hmm. so you just have to give them a little yeah yeah the characters can come by like um what's the Lewis Lewis is the the firefly right or no no no, he's he's the the alligator alligator. okay okay that's what I was thinking of too was the alligator I love him Lewis could come like trumpeting through Naveen Naveen. Naveen. Prince Naveen. Naveen. I met him at Disney World oh. and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. I'm stealing him from Princess Tiana. <laughs> Sorry, Tiana. Look that way. Okay, bye. <laughs> come with me, Naveen. I love it. <laughs> and I'm going to throw it back to Skipper Kira for some Disney Wish and other news. 
Well, let's start with the Disney Wish news. Um, at, by the time this episode actually posts, this news will have taken place. But on July 14th, I've been screaming about this all year, <laughs> will finally be the maiden voyage of the Disney Wish. They've already been having a lot of these preview and press and media cruises the last few weeks. And I've just been consistently watching vlogs on YouTube like and dying because I'm like, I should have already been on this cruise by now. I was originally supposed to be on it on June 27th. It's like, you know, so sad. But yeah, finally, the official maiden voyage will take off. It got christened. And typically a a Disney ship will always have a godmother for that ship. And it's usually a celebrity like um, Jennifer, what's, what's the singer's name from American Idol? Hudson. 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 Thank you. Jennifer Hudson is, (laughs) I could not think of her last name. I wanted to say like Lopez. (laughs) You Um, wish she was your godmother. (laughs) Jennifer Hudson is one of the godmothers for a Disney uh, cruise ship. Um, And I could throw out some other names, but I'm probably going to butcher other names as well. But usually there's always a godmother. In the case of the Disney Wish, Um, because it was the first time that Disney was pairing up with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to do basically this whole cruise where all the the Make-A-Wish kids that want to go on a Disney cruise are all going to go on this ship. Instead of having a godmother, they had godchildren. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and so they had like a selection of their Make-A-Wish kids came and got to christen the ship. And one of them had was from the family that was actually going to be on my cruise originally with me where our cruise got canceled. And so we have like this Facebook group and she basically posted the video of her kid getting to go to the um, christening ceremony. And it was just like so precious. I was like, (laughs) that is an experience of a lifetime. Like, yeah, for real. so cool. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited that the maiden voyage is going to kick off and then there will be even more vlogs out there that I can watch <laughs> throughout the rest of the year oh boy. Um, and live vicariously through everybody else. But for those of you that are not so much into Disney cruising and care more about the parks, um, I do have some park news as well. And that is that Disney is finally releasing a new feature in their app. So it'll be in the My Disney Experience app for the Walt Disney World theme parks and also the Disneyland app for the California resorts. And that is a car locator. You can finally like plug in and like pinpoint like where your car is in the parking structure or the parking lot into the app that you're using, you know, all day long and you won't lose your car like and you won't have to like hit your alarm beeper throughout the whole parking garage at the end of the night when you're weary and your kids are screaming and you just want to go home. <laughs> it's about time, I will yeah. say. This is a long time coming. I didn't they they do they still have it on the like the parking passes that they give you like you're supposed to circle like where you parked. So the last two times I think I went um, they had gotten rid of those and it's okay. just like a receipt now. So um, right. there's nothing to circle. I think they figured like no one's actually using these for the purpose that they used to back in the day. Um, you know, and I think there's even still, 
I'd say an issue with even having this new feature in the app is that most people, if you have to use your phone anyway, are just going to take a picture of the nearest, um, what is that? A totem pole thing? The cement pillar. Like, wow. You said totem pole. <laughs> you know, that big cylindrical. A pillar. Item. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if like, it makes it any different to do one, that action versus the other, you know, like if, if you forgot to take a picture of the pillar, you'll probably forget to input your parking location in the app, right? Like, but hopefully it's more accurate than just like a photo, yeah. because I've definitely yeah. lost my car when I, I went by myself once and <laughs> oh, God. I forgot where I parked my car, went up the wrong escalator. Um, yeah, until you've done that, you don't realize how long those freaking escalators are. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That's oh true. That's true. And there's probably a lot of people that it might be their first time um, in those parking garages. And so maybe they don't even realize that there are the same number of pillars on every single level. It just has a different character. You know, maybe they're not clued into that piece. So they could be on the complete wrong level too. And just, they're like, I don't get it. This says like row 4E and my car is not here. <laughs> so, oh, geez. Some of those nights were terrible. I think Tiffany also has some interesting Disney download news. I don't know. Now I'm getting mixed articles. So I'm just like, how many instances? Okay, so basically there's been a few or a couple gun incidents at Disney World recently. Because <laughs> now I'm reading that there was an incident where a guest attempted to bring several weapons into the shopping center at Disney World. So at Disney Springs. Oh, at Disney Springs. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was one case. And that, okay. <laughs> and then not the most magical place on earth yeah and then back in may um hollywood studios found a gun with 12 rounds of ammunition loaded in a guest backpack so it wasn't a cooler and it was a man not a woman mm. wait um, when was that one in may okay yeah and so um he was apprehended in disney springs after security found that he was carrying a knife a glock 19 two magazines and a full box of ammunition the magazine seems really weird to add into this article. Oh, but it means a magazine of rounds. Like, oh, see, good. Yes. this is how much I yes. know about guns, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like some, not like team. I was like, oh, so he just like, <laughs> no, people anyone. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, he really wants to like, you know, read the LA gossip while he's just <laughs> waving around a gun. <laughs> All right, cool. That makes more sense than anything. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, guys, I don't get out much. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> you know, I used to think that, too. I literally was, I was reading like, this, like, two magazines. magazines. That's what? weird. What is he doing? <laughs> he's, like, reading two TV guides while he's just, like, ready. <laughs> Some Reader's Digest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense now. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my news. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Funny. Back next I mean, time. frightening, but funny. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, man. Okay. Well, but it just goes to show you, like, the security at Disney is on point. You know, like, so far, we really haven't had one of those major 
um, scares actually in any of the the parks. Like, I mean, there's been crazy fights and stuff that have broken yeah. out and at least not gnarly things, but yeah, right. I mean, come on, the security guards like literally can smell your shawarma, so <laughs> they're on hot it. Dog? <laughs> do you have hot dogs in your bag, <laughs> sir? Do you not know what a shawarma is? <laughs> although, although I will say, I accidentally brought in my pepper spray. Toy. Oh yeah, that's right, you <laughs> did. Oh, edit that out. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. Yeah, I don't. That was weird. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, was I mean, like, thank you, but also, in theory, like, could that not be a condiment? Like, <laughs> there's a sriracha sorted, sir. <laughs> I just need it. <laughs> I will tell you right now, you do not want to eat that. <laughs> I've been pepper sprayed, and it's the worst feeling you in the world. Pepper- Who pepper sprayed you? That's gonna be a story I should tell you guys. Off. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's a long one, but nice. I'll oh tell gosh. you after after this recording. Okay, that sounds exciting. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was exciting, but never again. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, well, while we're on the topic of crazy things going down at Walt Disney World, <laughs> why don't we switch gears to our main topic of the night? And that is our Tiffany's Jedi Tiffany. Our Jedi Tiffany's? Tiff- wow. <laughs> I'm just going to keep short- shortening your name. <laughs> our Jedi Tiff's excursion on the Galactic Star Cruiser part two or episode two two. um so we heard all about her room and the check-in process that maybe wasn't completely smooth but um you know all the adventures like unlocking special rooms and stuff and doing a photo shoot with lightsabers and them even fixing your lightsaber which that was so nice yeah (laughs) such a good bonus yeah seriously so glad I brought that across the galaxy yeah and now we want to hear all about the last half of your adventure but before we get into it I do have some questions to kind of top off from from our last episode that kind of like ping off of what you already told us before all right let's hear it starting with overnight like was there anything you could do if let's say you're not a sound sleeper or maybe you sleepwalk (laughs) or or, you know you're just bored or you want to get all of your money's worth because it's super expensive to to actually stay there like it how late do activities go or like what are people doing in the middle of the night I would say around 10 30 11 is when everything's pretty much settled down. There's no activities. Uh, I mean, if you really wanted to get your money's worth, you could just pace the hallways for 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) There's not really much going on. Um, I mean, downstairs, if you wanted to get snacks, there's snacks laid out in the guest service area. Mm. But other than that, I want to say everything else is pretty much closed. And you just walk the atrium and the hallways and pace and be a total creep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be a total creep yeah you could like don your first order gear or something and like be manning I mean, the yeah. halls <laughs> I mean I, it would probably be the best time to get photos with no one walking around to be honest True. Oh, so yeah. you could walk the bridge and no one really bother you just look at the giant screen of the planets and ships passing by oh but, yeah like would you still have access to some of those rooms? yeah the doors are open um for those at least but I mean I was super exhausted that I wouldn't <laughs> 
I mean, I could yeah. have tried and stayed up, but I blacked out, I think, at 11.30 midnight. Yeah, because they, yeah, they had you going about and doing everything throughout the yeah, day. It gets pretty tiresome. Um, so when you're in your room, you talked about, like, there's a snack area and stuff, but do they offer room service like a traditional hotel or cruise would? I don't think so. I didn't see that option at all. But then again, you're eating so much that... I mean, I was ready to puke every day, so I don't think there was even, I don't even think there would be time to order room service and like mm. wait and eat that, to be honest. Mm, yeah. Well, and if you didn't see anybody like actually carrying around like trays of food down hallways or anything no. like that, no. The buffet is, I think about three hours each. So you have plenty of time to just eat your fill. Mm-hmm. And do you have a refrigerator in your room? Uh, like even for water bottles or something I didn't I didn't pay attention <laughs> I was looking at everything there's I love so them. much to look at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a fridge just seems <laughs> like the least of my words that's a good question I don't know actually yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know okay now all right I, I guess I have to go back to let you guys know yeah um Definitely. So kind of on that same line about, you know, what are these things to do? Like when the quote unquote day is over, um, I think you already answered this one, but do they have a pool? No, no, (laughs) no pool. I wish. (laughs) What about a gym or a spa area? Oh, that was funny because actually there was one lady that asked if there was a gym at breakfast so the cast member just said, um, you could just paste <laughs> the Star Cruiser. Paste. Yeah. But she also said, if you really needed to like get out and stretch your legs, they would let you walk the parking lot. Oh. Yeah. If you really wanted to. Like she said, if you want to suffer the humidity, you, you're more than welcome to paste the, the parking lot outside. Interesting. So, so you have docked the Star Cruiser at on some strange planet that has an asphalt yeah um, super grungy landing pad <laughs> yeah <laughs> got it okay all all within character yep um okay we went over the room service question oh back to your photo shoot yes was that an add-on or is that inclusive it's an add-on so the captain's table the photo shoot are there was another thing that was an add-on and then you also have that option of like excursions so you could book um the cantina through them oh so it's easier um but yeah i think the photo shoot was i want to say a hundred dollars i don't know the price off the top of my head the captain's and table was an it additional. ended up being like half an hour i think it was or maybe it was an hour it went by so fast i want to say half an hour because we didn't get too many photos and it was very interesting because the guy was kind of mentioning at the end oh yeah it'll take you know we we say about four days but it might take a week to get your photos when I was like okay that's fine like the next morning or even like two hours later we got them in our photo pass oh really (laughs) yeah because I I don't think I saw that many people doing the photo shoot or they might have just been spaced out more that we couldn't see but yeah I don't think too many people were doing it and so the photo pass, so was that all inclusive in that 
add on price or you also had to pay to like download any of the photos that oh that was included like it would just upload to your app and you could just download it yourself that's awesome yeah okay I think we can move forward now can we now (laughs) yes into day two or what I'm going to call day two on board the star cruiser which I believe entails a trip to the planet of Batu. Heck yeah, it did. But before that, we got breakfast. Oh, yeah, well, breakfast. let's hear about breakfast. <laughs> Most important meal of the day. Yeah, so they had a breakfast buffet, which I I actually think was better than the lunch buffet. Hmm. Surprisingly, hmm. because I feel like from the most time, I don't crave breakfast food. But man, it was just so good. There was this one option where it's a circular hash brown, but really thick like a potato pancake and then on okay. top of that an egg like scrambled egg but circular as well and then on top of that a bacon that's wrapped in a circle so it's literally like a ta- like a breakfast tower oh cool it was so good oh my gosh <laughs> and then um but how have... do you eat that like in one bite or do you cut uh, it with no your... <laughs> I, I cut it it literally just looks like that <laughs> oh we get a photo yeah our listeners can't see this but it oh, yeah. it looks we galactic we can right. post it we can post on our instagram that's right heck yeah um i did get excited about this because there was an option for blue milk yogurt so in a little tiny kind of like a mason jar there was a layer of blue milk yogurt and then like their version of granola and then some fruit. My spoon barely, barely fit in that, <laughs> that, that lid. And it, I didn't like it. I, I thought I would, but it wasn't as sweet as blue milk normally is. Mm-hmm. But it was all right. I just thought I had to try because, you know, I'm a blue milk addict. Well, because the blue and green milk in general, it is a rice formula, right? Yeah. A rice pudding formula or something. Yeah. So it was interesting. So I just felt like I had with to. with yogurt? Mm. Just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't like it. So I had a bite at least. I think the best thing I had besides that potato pancake bacon thing were the waffles. <laughs> the waffles are basically the same as, you know, the Mickey Mouse ones, but mm-hmm. they're just circular. And then in the middle is the Halcyon logo. Oh, nice. And then for my OCD self, it was perfect because you pour the syrup and it just sits right in the center of the in the circle. logo yeah it's kind of like <laughs> it's like a dip so you could just pour it on oh, top and yeah. just it there and then they had like you know their version of sausage links and then their fruit for some reason was like I don't know they scooped it out cut it into like little pieces and it looked very out of this world uh-huh. but it, I mean it tasted like cantaloupe and kiwi <laughs> yeah that's sure what it was, was you guys but... <laughs> is that dragon fruit i saw yeah <gasps> they Red got very exotic fruit. Yeah. Yeah. so that was pretty good i mean it was it was nice to have something refreshing and then on the outside where um the seating was you had options for you know orange juice apple juice um they had oh my gosh there was i forgot what it was called they had like some space creatures juice there too and i, I didn't try it what about hot cocoa? I did not see hot. I don't, I didn't see anything hot there, but then again, I, it was so hot in Florida. Why would I want anything hot? True. But I have to imagine they would have some sort of like coffee, right? I'm sure there was or coffee. Tea? I'm sure if you asked for it, there was, there probably was an option at the, the soda machine and stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Cause I was so focused on blue milk. Yeah. 
Guys, I was focused that was on the that. Goal. I was trying to get my yes, money's worth. Gold, I was like, Coca-Cola, yes. I could get that on Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so um, me and my sister decided not to go ham on breakfast just because we almost threw up the day before and we tried to space out our meals. And then basically we can, uh, it was on the fourth floor. So where we were, as well as the dining hall, you kind of just like went around the corner and there's actually a separate entrance to be transported to Batu. And so you're met with a cast member. They give you an exclusive pin and you basically put it on it. So it lets them know that you're, you know, a guest on the Halcyon as well as your uh, magic band. So there's the two things that you have to have on and they kind of go, they take you to the outside area to kind of go over like, oh, like these are, this is what you can do on this planet. Um, You have this option, blah, blah. So basically. On this planet. I love it. (laughs) So um, you have the options to ride Rise of the Resistance as well as the Falcon. Um, With the Magic Band, you basically just scan on and go whenever you want. You don't need a time slot at all, which was the best thing ever. Wait, um, how does that work? Do they have a separate? No, you just, yeah, you just literally walk up and scan and then they're like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, what? I'll explain I'll explain that later. But yeah, so they go over like, oh, you could do these two. Um, they kind of say it in a different way. Like, oh, there's, there's different missions like going on. Like you could help Hondo. They're trying to sneak some, you know, coaxium to help out with the rebellion, blah, blah. And then like, if you're the first order, you're clearly trying to like uh, intercept that. Um, and then they also mentioned that, uh, each person or each guest basically gets a meal voucher to eat on Batu. So you can get, you know, a whole meal and a drink for free just using your app. Uh, so we didn't use that cause we came back for the lunch buffet because <laughs> we'd rather eat yeah, that, you know, for sure. uh, so they kind of give you that spiel and then they kind of walk you outside and they lead you into a transport that looks like a transport pod. Like you took to uh the halcyon but this was really cool because there's also no windows but you kind of sense that you're probably in the back of a truck or it was maybe a tram or a bus that just got converted but you can't see what's outside of you at all so you get in there that's so crazy yeah so it kind of just looks like a star wars themed bus that would be in a movie so it seats about i think they put 15 like 12 to 15 people in there and that's the max of it mm-hmm. so you sit in there um do you have to wear seatbelts? No, it's not going that fast, luckily. <laughs> so it's like, I want to say a 10-minute ride. I don't know why, or it might have just been shorter. It just seemed really long because you just have no idea where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a little droid talking to you that sounds like Rex from the cantina. Um, and then he kinda... Wait, do you know what would be really cool? And maybe this is like this, but when you, like, you're seating, is it kind of like bus seating? Yeah, you're sitting okay. across from people. Because it would be neat if they made it almost like um, where you see those, the guys that jump from like the military grade planes and stuff, you know, like the cargo unit. Uh Yes, a cargo one where they're like back is up against the side and they've got like the straps over like, it's basically like you're just sitting on the side, but there's no harness on you. (laughs) Okay, well, I think that would be a cool addition. No, yeah, that would be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, so the joy kind of just gives you the little, you know, info like, oh, we're heading to Batu, blah, blah. The weather's like yada, yada, yada. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> just really hot. Uh, and then they kind of play their planet's radio station. So you kind of hear like, you know, campy-ish, like cantina music playing in the background. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so you finally make it to wherever they drop you off. And it's literally kind of like a back pathway 
and it leads you straight out into uh, I guess like here would be right next to uh, the first order ship right across from where the blue milk stand is okay you know mm -hmm. how here it's basically it looks like a giant garage yeah at Disneyland well think of it that that whole gate opened and that's basically specifically for Halcyon guests and passengers so you just walk out and in order to get back in you basically have to you know show your pin your magic band and say like I want to return back to the ship and so have, is this a hint that we may one day maybe. get our version of the Star Cruiser? Because someone told me at one point that that whole building yeah. was like thought to eventually have some future addition onto Galaxy Edge. So. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be cheaper too if I could just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. So it was really nice. Like they have buckets of um, the water that they sell on Batu there for you if you want to take it. And then whenever you want to return, they have those transfers running every 10 minutes. So it was really convenient. Um, so we basically got there. Me and my sister had our own separate missions. So you had to go around Batu and actually, you know, scan a code, uh, do a few like a little activities like puzzles to, you know, um, rearrange the radio transmission so that we get better, you know, communication. So me and her both had to go to the droid depot and the, she actually had to interact with the droids that are outside of it. So she did something and one of them started beeping at her. I was like, oh, that's cool. Or is that just a coincidence? Cause those things beep anyways. So. You never know. Yeah. So I just went with, it. I was like, that's crazy. That's so cool. And they're talking to you. Yeah. I was like, you must have achieved like that. <laughs> um but yeah so we we made our way to the cantina first because we're just like oh like let's just you know get everything out of the way and we can just go back to the ship because there's so much to do and it's already hot like we got there on i want to say 11 o'clock already hmm. uh so we went to the cantina uh we got in really quick because we had you know booked it through the halcyon we got a few drinks and then we left and we decided we're like let's just ride all the rides so we went to ride no millennium falcon first literally take that magic band scan it we were on that ride within two minutes what yeah just straight up walked on and i think it was quicker than the single ride it was a separate line than the single riders as well as the standby mm -hmm. so you just scanned it and walked past everybody you're just like yeah y'all are peasants i paid five thousand dollars so i could do this. basically a <laughs> vip tour <laughs> <laughs> so we you know we rode that and um basically once you're done riding it and you've scanned your magic band the app basically responds back to you like hey i saw you did this for us like how did the mission go so like mine was like how much coaxium did the Re like rebellion get and i was like two of them too many and then my sister's like we got enough like we could do what we need <laughs> <laughs> and we made our way to rise and did the same thing where we just scanned and walked straight on yeah. and we we basically did both rides in less than 10 minutes. Now you're spoiled. I I mean for five thousand dollars, I better. If anything, someone <laughs> someone should have carried me on that ride, to be honest. Wait, and so could you just go on them over and over and over if you really wanted to? I think you can only do it once. Oh. I mean, I would have gone at least five times because that would have been yeah. amazing. I would have just kept yeah. getting on rise. That's what like, I'm saying yeah, too. Yeah, over and over. Yeah, and but like, they made I'm it not getting tired of this. Yeah, they made it very clear in like the spiel before you get on the transport that you could do it once. Like your mm -hmm. your magic band or your your excursion only allows you one visit per um, rise in hmm. Millennium Falcon, which was really cool though. Because I mean, yeah, 
in what world would you ever be able to ride both of those and let's like it took us longer to walk from the millennium falcon to the rise of the resistance right. <laughs> more than anything <laughs> that's funny yeah so we basically did those two rides the cantina and then we decided to kind of finish up our missions because i think i had six items that i had to take care of so i think my sister might have had four but it happened that we had to be in the same location anyways so well, what got, do you get for completing those missions? It's kind of just to go with your storyline, right? Because you want mm. to, like I was mentioning before, your trust and how well the characters know you can kind of change how the rest of the evening plays out. Mm-hmm. Because later on, if you don't have a high trustworthy like level or meter with a certain character, you won't be allowed in a certain room with them. Oh. The second night just gets a way more intense. Like there is literally a cast member outside the door being like, what's your name and like the day day one you could just walk wherever you wanted so they get more exclusive in the sense so you're trying to like up your your familiarity with all these characters so like I was trying to get on the good side with Lieutenant Croy and my sister was trying to get uh I think she was working with the cruise director because they were trying to free the droid that was captured on the ship and then I was trying to sabotage the whole ship (laughs) (laughs) okay so when you try to build trust with like one side or the other Mm -hmm. can they see that you're trust building with you know their enemy or like could you potentially build trust on both sides oh yeah i was doing the same double agent yeah you could potentially do that but at one point you're going to be more swayed towards one or the other just because of the activities that start to happen and and the missions too because I didn't get the options to do what my sister did because I didn't talk to the art the cruise director as much as I did Lieutenant Croy so the options for you kind of dwindle and kind of funnel you down towards a certain path at one point Hmm. the first the first day would be more exploratory if anything I'm just surprised that you can get so much one-on-one time when there's so many other people like other guests that are there too yeah. aren't they aren't right. you all vying for the attention of pretty each much of it's just like clustering for the most part I I, I was fighting with 12 year olds I'm just like <laughs> I'm literally just standing there in the corner I'm just like I just want one photo with this guy because I love him and I just need him to be my best friend <laughs> but he was really nice because he you could tell he he saw me waiting and he'd be like hold on a second ma'am I'm gonna take a picture with her and I was like thank you I love you and I appreciate you <laughs> but yeah like they make a good point of talking to each individual person but also at the same time kind of engage the whole group as one so Mm -hmm. they're not wasting their time so that's pretty cool but yeah so um we made our way through bateau like we did everything we needed to and then we went to the droid depot and i actually bought two droids (laughs) no you did not i bought two droids my sister wanted to buy me a birthday present so she's like just just get one so I, I bought chopper from star wars rebels and then she's like i know you want that other one i was like i want it but i don't need it it's the battle <laughs> droid and i just love it because it just says roger roger and they're the funniest oh. characters in clone wars so i just i love them so she bought me two of them and clearly there's no way in heck i could bring that back right unless i wanted to you know buy another suitcase so we made our way back to halcyon i was like i'll just ship it from uh the gift store wait did you do the build your own droid i did activity oh, okay yeah i just got these because they're just the two characters i wanted anyways and it was cheaper uh-huh. 
Um, but yeah, so we knew we could ship it from the gift shop. So we made our way back to Halcyon. We went straight to the gift shop and this cast member was really nice. She was just like, I, I shouldn't be telling you this, but I just, you're already spending so much money. Like, <laughs> I just want to let you know, if you ship it out from here, it's double, if anything, like they, they basically up the price here. But if you go on Batu, it's cheaper. And I was like, well, I can't, I'm not going to argue with that. I was right. I already dropped so much money here. Why not save a few bucks? So we made our way back and you can go to any of the stores and just say, Hey, like, I want to ship these items back to, um, to like California, wherever. And it's only- oh, so you could come and go that day from, mm-hmm. but two. Yeah. You could, what, however long it was basically until I think like four o'clock or something you were able to every 10 minutes was the transport, oh, nice. okay. but you could travel back and forth, which is really convenient. So we did go back just to do the shipping thing. Mm-hmm. So a nice tidbit I didn't even know you can go to any of the gift shops or even the one that you purchase the items from and you can ship them wherever you want and it was only $17.95 for both of those items to get shipped back to me nice so it was nice and did tidbit. they make them back to you in one piece <laughs> um chopper got to me quickly chopped up no, his box was chopped up for sure oh, um, no. I still have not received my battle droid Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no yeah so they've been pretty nice they did call me I think a week after I got chopper and was just like hey letting you know that the item is damaged before we even sent it to UPS or oh. wherever so we're going to replace it and send you a new one I was like great and that was like two three weeks ago so I called actually yesterday and they're like oh it's like uh, delayed somewhere in California right now, blah, blah. And like, here's the tracking number. And I put it in, I was like, uh, UPS says that they can't provide any information on this. So I don't know. So they're really kind and they actually are sending me a replacement now. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So for 17 bucks, it didn't, it was cheap and I clearly got the service I paid for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, galactic delivery is very different. <laughs> right. But you know, this might be some sort of Star Wars curse on you or something because yeah. we we struggled with the shipping with your uh, Mandalorian oh, helmet the Ma- too, right? Yeah, the Boba they Fett put it helmet. behind. Yeah, I've never put any like they delivered it and put it by my garage door. One, I don't even know how they got down there because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to find that at all. So that was very impressive. <laughs> so that was fun. Good year. Yeah. Uh. So we shipped it out, went back again to the Halcyon, nice. and then it was lunchtime. And this lunch <laughs> it's was always just, lunchtime. It's always food. Oh my gosh, this is what I'm telling you. There's no time or or chance to get room service. But lunch <laughs> the second day, I kind of the the dishes were different, which was nice. So you don't get to you won't eat the same thing. There was this spare rib that was so good. It tastes like um the Asian cho- uh, like tashu. Mm. so good it was super sweet and hot and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing and then there was like a curry rice one dish that was there it was all right it was kind of dry they still had the buttered mac and cheese with like the two chicken nuggets on top and then there was like you know more fish dishes um something for the kids like a flatbread there was like a salad as well and then the desserts are always so good I think there was like a chocolate cake with um kind of like frosting that was sprayed with red so it kind of looked like little orbs i don't know if you can see that oh cute mm, yeah yeah so that's like the buttered chicken with the mac yum and wow yeah so we ate one route of that because we knew we didn't want to get full because <laughs> dinner was about to be cray cray 
um but yeah so after lunch we had um bridge training which is really cool so um they basically had I think there was maybe 20 of us on the bridge because it's it's actually pretty big and they kind of split you up in groups so depending on your party you can go to different sections so there's like the engineering it's kind of like the millennium falcon where you're basically doing a, a separate activity to have the ship running Mm-hmm. but a lot more interactive versus just pushing a button uh so our first one we were basically trying to pick up cargo that's floating in space uh so you're just like suction cupping them and pulling them back in oh that's cool yeah so that was our first chore and then the wait second, do you put out like a tractor beam pretty much yeah pretty much like there's literally like a little drive with a hand and you're like directing it and then like the other person has to push the button to like grasp it oh. so that was cute so like that's what me and my sister did first and then we hit the the shield. So basically it's like uh, the little council in the middle and there's like the little 3D figure of the ship in the center and then like a ton of asteroids and ships are coming at it and you're basically trying to shield it and block it. So it's like playing asteroid in a mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> and then from there it was um, shooting and then kind of their version of engineering, which was actually my favorite. That was my, it's, it's actually a lot harder and I could tell that a lot of people were struggling, but I love that one. So there's like different pieces on your console. So like, for instance, one section has like six buttons and then on the screen, it'll pop up with those six buttons and only three of them are lit. You have to push those right ones to actually activate that as complete as a task. So it was like stuff like that, like little switches. You had to make sure they're switched right in the right position and stuff like that to fix the ship. <laughs> It's like being on the Millennium Falcon and no Pretty one, much, no but, one does it right. Yeah. And no one can <laughs> drive it straight to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So that was about, I think half an hour. And, um, during the bridge training, you know, one of the characters shows up the, the cruise director, she kind of comes up, she's like, we need to destroy these blah, blah, blah. Like, blah, like we need to get this done. So like, should we can get off the ship? We're trying to get him off. Like, we need him to go, you know, do his rebellion task, with, like chore, whatever he's doing. So like, she gets like this huge performance going and then all of us have to like gear up and like go full out and like there's explosions and everything. So like your training comes in handy. It was just like a whole thing. And then, you know, she disappears. She's like, thanks so much. And I was like, girl, if you only knew I'm going to betray you in two hours. <laughs> 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 so yeah the bridge training was one of my favorites that was a lot of fun and then I think after that we just did dinner which was a four course meal and they made it like a show so I think for them because Gaia wasn't performing this night uh the second night is each course is um items or ingredients from a specific planet and they do this whole thing where like the light actually changes to you know the color of the planet um all like some announcer like describes every dish and like what they're trying to like emphasize in the dishes and then all the waitresses and waiters come out all at once carrying the trays like out the kitchen i'm just like this is this is like watching beating the beast like I don't yeah understand. be our guest yeah right? it, it was pretty much like that and so every course was like that so the lights would change wow. for each planet course by course space edition yeah oh my gosh it was so good um so course one was mustafar so all the lights were dimmed to red it was like super like you know <laughs> like dark um, I think our first dish was these like 
planetary bread and then this cheese dip that was so good oh my god Mm, I don't even have to describe it so basically it's just like bread and cheese but the bread's like (laughs) super thin they're like purple yeah I was like oh my god whoever thought of this was amazing so that was course (laughs) one I almost wanted to get a second plate of that and then the second planet was um planet Felucia which is where that blue shrimp everybody talks about came out Uh, girl it looked nice walking past us as soon as they put it on the table I was like oh (laughs) something shouldn't be blue (laughs) (laughs) and shrimp is definitely not one of them oh my gosh it was it was fishy like it's meant to be shrimp cocktail which I don't mind most of the time but I took one bite and couldn't (laughs) and you could tell that the rest of the tables felt the same way because like uh after a few minutes you know the waiters come out and like take the dishes away they're like oh you still have like two pieces do you want to save these for later I was like no those need to go back to the ocean like I don't I don't don't want like every dish yeah seriously I was like oh no I don't even think Nemo wants these bring those back to whatever water covered planet they came from I was like dude whatever ice you used to ship from planet to planet did not keep up so Mm. but you could tell every table as they were like cleaning the dishes still had like pieces so it didn't seem like anybody liked them yeah it was a nice photo (laughs) yeah (laughs) do it for the gram yeah seriously yeah instagram Um, worthy and that's it (laughs) yes so then course three was planet kashik and that was basically like a fish dish with like i think like a pesto cream sauce on the bottom with some i don't even know what it was and then also short rib and that short rib on top of potatoes and they had you know those uh small white purple carrots on top Mm. and then they had some sort of uh gravy that went over that it was so good me and my sister actually got a second of both of those dishes that's how good it was yes oh girl I dream about that (laughs) (laughs) don't blame me there yeah and then so basically that all happens right that's course three for right now and then this whole entrance happens where the stormtroopers like burst out of the door behind us and like they're marching around the the dining area the first order has taken over the ship. Like they're just so sick of the rebel. Like they know that there's rebellion happening on the ship. So they completely take over like the banners everywhere. They went straight into the middle of the dining hall and just like posted up there. Lieutenant Croy does a speech and everything. So like the first order has completely taken over the ship at this point, the cruise nice. director and everybody's nowhere to be seen. Um, <laughs> you've been abandoned. <laughs> pretty much. I'm just like, cool. We're just flying the ship by ourselves. I totally get it. <laughs> let me finish my blue shrimp (laughs) uh so yeah lieutenant croy like sits at the captain's table since he's now captain (laughs) oh cool kind of makes his way goes to different tables kind of talks to them and of course when he went by me i said for the order and i love you so you know i get on those good terms (laughs) wait so if you did the extra like purchase of the captain's table was that um like both nights would you sit there or was that one a night. one night only thing mm-hmm. and could you pick only. which night you could pick which night if there was availability I think okay yeah because like one night you're he's gonna be there and the other night he's not right yeah, yeah, so. yeah. so you know if you're lucky hmm. you get the right one that's interesting <laughs> yeah 
and then so after that whole like entrance and fiasco like him and the stormtroopers leave after they put the giant first order banner in the middle of the tiny area just like super <laughs> super cash <laughs> we have conquered this star yeah, cruiser he literally they like they drop the banner and he makes this huge speech like we've taken our control of that ship and i'm just like you do you sir you do you <laughs> <laughs> and then dessert came out <laughs> oh yeah so that Perfect. was um planet four uh, no not planet four course four uh it was planet sandrilia and so they had uh i want to say like a circular like chocolate brownie and then on top of that kind of like a caramel cream and then on top of another layer of just like uh semi-sweet chocolate and then they also give you a plate of cookies where they had like that ube kringle cookie a shortbread cookie and then uh i want to say like it had chocolate on it but on top of a sugar cookie (laughs) So are you picking your choice of any of these courses or it's no, all it's a, it's a set meal. Yeah, it's a set meal. Huh. Um, the only option is just like you can get more of it if you want. <laughs> so it was yeah. just really pretty presentation. So this one, I think it was lit purple. So I just liked how the color scheme changed as well. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. And so we finished dinner. And I think after that is when basically the rest of the evening you're gonna be in the atrium because things are consistently happening so i think the first event happening was the rebellion was basically trying to cause a distraction because they were trying to um get ray on board as well as uh unlock the droid so i think they were trying to so gaia comes out and she's doing this acoustic concert and that's her way of helping out with the distraction and so they're like kind of singing, distracting him, blah, blah, blah. And like, you start hearing things like happening around you. You're just like, we're going to see something cool. I already know it. <laughs> <laughs> but like kids are running everywhere. So it's just like, it gets a little chaotic where you don't know where to look. And if you go- look the wrong way or follow the wrong group, you can get a, you're not going to get what you want. <laughs> um, so um, what happens? Basically, Lieutenant Koi kind of catches on that Gaia is being used as a decoy. So then he's like, you need to leave this ship. Like, let's get your suitcases. You need to leave, blah, blah, blah. And then you realize that one of the rebellion people are trying to keep one of her suitcases on board. So he's like kind of sneaking away with it while the rest of it is being carried off. And she's like, oh yeah, like, oh, that's something I need to hand carry myself. So like, let's go talk about this somewhere else. And you're like, "Mm, guy, you sketch sketch. What you doing? You should mm-hmm. be singing. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of happens in the atrium and you're like something's about to go down at least for the re- rebellion side um and then for me it was my first kind of like exclusive first order experience that was going to happen so it was in the engineering room and it specifically said like lieutenant, lieutenant croy has asked you to come uh to the engineering room at like i think it was like 7 30 and there was only wait was that by like a text or something yeah it was in the data pad like mm. it, it, it was basically like one of those things that was like highlighted yellow like you've been invited or something like it was an mm. activity that was for you and so my sister went back to the room she's like you do you and I was like well you're not invited <laughs> anyways <laughs> so my sister was in the room for at least an hour while I ran and did my own thing uh so the first half hour was like we went we basically had to check in show that we were actually invited by Lieutenant Croy there was only 15 of us I think in there and then you could tell that other people were trying to get in that room, but it was completely gate, like locked off. Like no one was allowed in. So L- Lieutenant Croy comes in he's like, all right, well, come on, come on. We, got, we have to get this meeting going. He's super sassy. 
um there's like two people late and he's just like i'm not gonna start this until everybody's here this is so crazy like i can't believe i have to start this meeting because you guys don't know what like timely manners and i was like oh god this is like being to a zoom meeting at work (laughs) yeah i'm on vacation sir (laughs) pretty much so uh, um our main objective was to cause a power surge or a power outage on the ship like a timed one so in order for us to do that he kind of had these um battery packs and each section of the engineering room, you had to basically pair up with a certain amount of people to get that charged so that he could use it to cut all electricity off the ship. So I did an activity with like three people and then it was just like chaotic. There's just like, everybody's doing a different thing. Almost like the Millennium Falcon or the bridge training where I think for my section was, it was like, it kind of looked like the Jurassic Park place where Jurassic Park area where they keep all the like little DNA tubes. So mm. it's like, blue and circular and there's like a center like power Mm -hmm, source mm -hmm. and so around it is basically um like five lines that are lit but not all of them are lit at once so basically they're all red and in order for you to connect them you have to basically like clip the first one and then it'll show you where the power is going and you have to click the second one to keep the power surge going in a straight line into the center once it's hit the center i push a button and it goes into the actual power source so that was like a 15 minute ordeal it was chaotic because these two old people had no idea what to do. <laughs> How like, did oh. they even make it? I there? know me and this one guy, like his name, I think he gave himself the nickname like Captain Red. And he was he was pretty funny. I actually got paired with him like the whole hour because we were like the only single family because he ditched his family completely. Oh. Yeah, this is, that I was going to say, this was the guy that yeah. ditched his, so funny. his wife and kids. Yeah. yeah, so me and him were like doing, like we're doing this activity he's on the right side i'm in the center like collecting the charges and then there's this couple next to us that had to be like 65 or whatever they could not for the life of them figure out what the lights were doing so the first the first round we did this activity we failed actually we didn't get the power we needed to complete the task so then lieutenant corps like we all gotta do this again (laughs) so all of us had to do the activity again and thank god like no i I had to take over actually it was like the millennium falcon where i yell at people when they don't know how to push buttons so i was like you gotta push this button and then (laughs) captain red's like did you count did you get it i was like i'm trying to help these fools (laughs) (laughs) but we finally got enough and then like (laughs) it's like for the order i was like thank you and then we all leave and then you could tell that the rebellion was coming in to do their own activity which i have no idea what it was Mm. Um, and then we ran straight down to the atrium because we had a bridge activity with Lieutenant Croy as well. So it was just like back to back and it was the same people basically. So the bridge ends up being closed off. You have to check in as well. Lieutenant Croy shows up. Um, we basically do And your all these- sister wasn't invited to this one either? No, she's straight up in the room still just chilling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, like so de- dead serious. Like, so that's hey. what I'm saying. Like if you were- VIP. So I think if you were more of the rebellion side or like the Jedi order, whatever, your experience would be different because our activity in the engineering room was probably similar, but your, your end goal is going to be separate, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a different character telling you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So we got to the bridge training and Lieutenant Croy's like, you guys are super committed. Like we have to do training. Like, do you see that, that port out there? Like we need to cut off all transmissions because if we're going to shut off the power, we got to shut off everything. I was like, I like this. Let's sabotage. Let's go. <laughs> so we're basically like shooting missiles at this thing and the rebellion is, you know, retaliating. So we have to shoot down like their cargo units and everything. It's like a huge, like a uh, 15 minute game we're basically playing. And then we pull it off. Lieutenant Croy pulls up, like he's letting his um, 
I don't even know his his lieutenant know that he's done a good job whatever he calls him it's like we've heard that Ray's on board blah blah like I just want you know like we've we've heard from some sources blah blah and then all of a sudden Kylo Ren shows up on the screen he's like I'll handle her and I was like oh god it's about to get real <laughs> <laughs> so that pretty much like ends my exclusive activities mm-hmm. and then um I think within like half an hour um we were already told to be in the atrium. I was already there. I told my sister, come with me. And then they kind of do the mustard drill kind of like alert. So everybody, everybody just hordes into the atrium. They're in their mustard station. And like Lieutenant Croy is kind of like, we figured out blah, blah, like what's going on and all this and all this stuff just starts happening. You're just like, oh my gosh. He's like making a huge announcement at the top. And all of a sudden the door just swings open and Kylo Ren shows up and he's just like, he looks really menacing <laughs> so he pops up and he basically you know chokes choke holds lieutenant croy and me like you're not as good as you think you are you're you're a pawn whatever and then ray pops up in the door on the left and got i kid you not her lightsaber activation was the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life it gave me chills because it felt like it was a real lightsaber from a movie she literally pulls like this lightsaber up and it like I don't even know how to describe it. I should probably find a video of it, but it just like lights up really slowly all the way up. Like when you could feel the energy coming off it. I was like, this is real. I think if you touch it, you would literally die. And so. <laughs> well, does she have one of those like real ones that they had just unveiled like this past year or whatever? I, th- I don't know, but it was like, it was glorious. Like it was like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> this is intimidating. So she lit it and you knew she wasn't going to fight with it because she kind of like did a pose where she like landed on the ground and she, you could tell she put it down and picked up a new one which was like more safe to play around with <laughs> and so like they had a huge battle like a lightsaber battle that was super like it was choreographed so well it felt super real it didn't even feel fake half the time I literally thought they were really trying to kill each other <laughs> and everybody's screaming all the kids are screaming everybody's like for the order like kyla you got this and everybody's like ray you got this ray use the force <laughs> like everybody's just screaming for a good 10 minutes for this battle happening and there's like one part where like ray kind of is like on the side and um kyla does like this chokehold i don't know how they did this but ray like gets on her knees and she's like kind of like in a chokehold and she ends up like being dragged somehow towards him and it felt real. I was like, whoa, whatever That's carpet cool. they pulled is crazy. <laughs> so like this whole thing happens and like it just. And I think in one of your videos, didn't I even see like the chandelier thing? Oh, yeah. Like start swaying like is yeah. there scaffolding that's like moving or something like this? It was the chandelier at the top, right? So right before Ray comes out, Kylo's kind of like threatening the passengers in the cruise ship. He's like, tell me where she is. And he like kind of like you know uses the force and that thing like unhinges like uh is that is that is that safe is that is that cable strong (laughs) so as soon as he sees ray he kind of like lets go and it kind of starts swaying so you're just like whoa Mm. uh this the stunts that they're pulling is chaotic Mm -hmm. so like this whole thing's happening and then like this plot twist happens in the back so you like it reveals like one of the characters is kind of like a double agent and you're like whoa never saw that coming totally saw it coming but you know kids, <laughs> kids didn't and then like lieutenant croy and the stormtroopers basically get kicked off the ship or like um arrested 
and then uh the cruise director and captain are like we've taken back control of the ship blah blah and like all the banners on the side changed you know to the halcyon and everything and the first order basically just like dismissed <laughs> you are dismissed you've done your job <laughs> but yeah like that fight was like ridiculous the energy in that room was just so hyped that you just like couldn't help yourself but scream and like kind of go with it it felt so real uh-huh. but yeah and then after that um they had a dessert buffet <laughs> so you can go get more dessert <laughs> so you want, i was like we just ate dinner an hour ago but that's what fine. a trip <laughs> yeah so i mean that was pretty much everything that happened the second night it was just back wow. to back like action and just the adrenaline that you felt the last two hours was just crazy so clearly since you've landed on batu and everything this day like the halcyon and your whole star cruiser experience is all in the same timeline that galaxy's edge is mm-hmm. so in the future we still probably won't ever see like darth vader or <laughs> anybody no, like that make an sad face because i would prefer that to be honest but i mean i get mm-hmm. it because ray and kylo ren aren't my favorites yeah but i mean it was so good it was so good Oh. but yeah i just liked how at the end that you have to exclusively be invited to events or like activities and i thought that was pretty cool like yeah. it kind of it kind of felt like oh all that hard work and like mingling mm-hmm. i did like the last day and a half really paid off <laughs> right so during the hours that you could be going into the theme park like mm-hmm. would was there potentially activities going on on the star cruiser during that time that you could have participated in instead um yeah there was a few stuff there was uh, we went back for droid racing, which is basically those little custom droids, and kids can pick which one they want, and they race I love those. It. So That's they had like a little, cool. turna- they had like a little tournament. They had their version of like bingo. Oh, um, that's neat. I'd be all and, about that. Yeah, yeah. They, I forgot <laughs> what too, it was Patty. called. Yeah, it was a specific name of it, but they had that in the atrium, and then you could also do um, sabak, which was in the Starlight Lounge. So those like little activities. Like a- you said that was like a board game type it's thing? like a card game i bought i bought one i don't know oh. it's a basic case but yeah um so you could do a tutorial for that or they also had a tournament at one point too so you could show off or like win something but there was like different activities you still could do if you wanted any trivia activities no dang they're missing out on that there was too much fighting. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do actually have a recommendation for an activity they could do. And that Wait, would be that? to learn arabesque. Oh, that'd be cool. Wouldn't Ooh. it? Like you could, you could learn how to write your name in that alphabet or something like that. Like a little that'd activity cool. like that, or I like that. Um, yeah, they just did, learning like certain phrases or something. They did have on the data pad that you could translate Arabic, so you could use it as a decoder. So I guess you mm. could kind of learn, but I mean, who, who would sit there yeah. and actually like memorize what letters what? I would, I would totally I go know to some would. sort of little training session <laughs> just for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in day one, I mean, while we were at lunch, they were doing um, a tour of the Star Cruiser. So you could follow somebody that could give you like the history of the star uh, cruiser. And they also, what? Had, they also okay, had that's the tour I'm going on. <laughs> I know you would, but I was, we were so hungry. We skipped that and data pad training. <laughs> I can eat and walk at the same time. I think you can't take that out of the, you can't take that out of the face. 
says you. You're right. Just take the <laughs> just take the tray with you. I'm here for the tour. Right, exactly. That's just tour. what you say, and maybe you'll you'll win favor with you know part of the dark side or something. You're right. You're right. Like, ooh, I like her. She's sassy. <laughs> she's, she's we sassy. need her. Oh my gosh, too good. <laughs> and she likes food. Yay! That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was pretty much the second day. I I honestly felt like it was a little more jam packed the second day. But that's probably because everything just felt like it was back to back and it was just so much more epic yeah, yeah. i i heard there's like sometimes a meteor shower mm-hmm. is like when when do you stop and just watch like the stars i'm i mean you could just look out the windows oh, <laughs> like all the time <laughs> yeah because it happened in our room uh oh, cool. i was able to record that so it's pretty cool but yeah it, basically anything that happens on this I guess like the screen with the bridge and the mm-hmm. atrium is what you're gonna see represented in your room too. So if like oh, we go into nice. hyperspace, you can see that in the atrium as well as your room. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, because we went into hyperspace quite a lot, and I could I think every time we hit hyperspace is when people were doing bridge training because at one point you do hyperspace in that. Mm-hmm. So I think it just residual effects in the room too. <laughs> so did you feel like you were on your feet like? all day mm, I don't think so because you're just sitting and eating half the time too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I was standing for a majority of the day but it didn't feel like as tiring as being in the park because you're not mm-hmm. walking as far because there's only oh that's four, true you're only yeah. there's only four floors and it's actually air conditioning so it's right. like walking Temperature in your own house controlled. yeah yeah and you're you're eating three meals sitting down and you're just walking and standing in between that's pretty much it okay so if you were to go again what would you do differently the next time when you go again when you go again (laughs) what are you doing differently (laughs) um i would definitely do the data pad training and the tour because uh i was i was so hungry i missed that (laughs) I would definitely go a little earlier for check-in. Knowing That's that right. Yeah, like that. get your money's worth. I think, I don't know. I just don't know how kids knew what to do half the time. So I just feel like I need to think about how I interact with the characters because it's just so hard when you're on the spot. You just don't know what you need to say to them or what you should say to them to get what you need. Is it possible though that maybe they have kind of tilted it in the kids favor so absolutely yeah they make more things available to them because you know they need to keep them busy (laughs) yeah for sure but it's just like i don't know every time i talk to the characters i i just didn't know what to say right Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i know i just need to be next to you for the bluetooth thing to tell me that i've gone up a meter in the trustworthy or like familiarity meter but just like kind of wanted to interact a little more with the characters Mm mm-hmm I think I should have just, I, I just need to talk to more people because I was so focused on Lieutenant Croy. <laughs> <laughs> and the stormtroopers are really funny too, though. <laughs> I think you got a lot out of Croy, though. I think that oh, yeah. was worth it. I'm just like, if I went back, I honestly feel like I would do his scenario again because he was just so fun. Yeah. His personality was just so good and it just made the activities just more enjoyable. I'm sure if I did the other ones too, they'd be just as fun, but I think I was just so invested because he was just a lot easier to appreciate as a character. And Chewbacca was just everywhere. Like I was so sick of seeing Chewie after a while. 
<laughs> yeah, like, so do you think, like, they'll mix up any of the characters or do you think those are there for the long haul? I feel like they're going to be there for a while. I'm curious if maybe after two years or three years, if they're going to do some sort of update because it's going to get old pretty fast, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they, they're going to need another gimmick to get people on there. So they might maybe add more characters, which I think they should, or they change it completely. Or maybe they'd even do a Christmas or a Halloween themed Star Wars thing like they do for the other cruise ships. That would be so... I mean, I'd go back for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. Right. Yeah. So um, on actual cruise ships, there's this thing called a B2B or a back-to-back. And okay. it's where people will literally book a sailing on the same cruise ship back-to-back. So right. the first sailing, you know, it could potentially go to different ports um, or it could go to the same exact ports and be the same exact length of a cruise. But yeah. sometimes people will do this um, because maybe they like a particular ship and that ship um, only does three or four night cruises, but they want, you know, a seven or eight night vacation. So they book two cruises that are one after the other. And there's a perk to doing that um, with Disney and with some of the other um, cruise ships that are out there as well. And that is that typically you can book the same exact stateroom You don't have to bring any of your luggage back off the ship in between those two cruises. You do have to deboard and reboard like momentarily just because it's kind of a maritime law type thing because of the manifest and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But usually they'll group you together, like all of the people on the ship that are doing a Mm back-to-back and they'll actually escort you off and back on. So you don't have to wait in all the same queues and lines and whatever. So for star cruiser did you happen to notice if anyone was doing like a back-to-back stay where maybe they just like did a two what it was it a two-night stay and then another two-night stay potentially no not that i saw but then again i wouldn't know anybody that would drop 10k for four days (laughs) i'm sure there are people out. i'm sure there were but i just i just think in general I don't think anybody would yeah I'm just like I'm wondering if somebody does that like Mm -hmm. one can they just stay there while what I'm assuming is happening is the cast members are like revamping everything and cleaning everything up and they can kind of see some of the behind the scenes I bet they'd kick you out completely potentially yeah Yeah, because they were very insistent on you leaving the next morning oh okay yeah and then I was thinking too like that would really open you up to like one of your stays, you can totally stick with, you know, one the side. dark side and yeah. then the other stay, you totally go rebel, Yeah, you know, so. If it was a little cheaper, I might've done it. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they were very pushy when it came to the sun, well, the sun, Get the out. third morning, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disembark now. <laughs> yeah, it was like basically around, I think, nine or yeah because check out you have to check out by 10 so by nine o'clock uh there was like cast members walking up and down the hallway knocking and I answered the door she's like I just want to make sure you guys are out of your room and ready to go and I was like mm, we got an hour left so like dang chill, right? but yeah they were very like they were going <laughs> up and down the hallway and even when we finally left she was still like walking down further down and she just yells down are you guys leaving your room now? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, thank you. And she runs back and like, you can tell she clicks something to notify that it's like an empty room. 
Oh, so time to clean <laughs> yeah, pretty much but there's a breakfast buffet too so the next morning we just kind of chilled in the dining hall until they really needed to kick us out and mm-hmm. then um when you when you leave they actually give you vouchers uh for ubers or taxis to wherever you need to go so oh, that, so that, wow. tra- that transportation is covered so me and my mm-hmm. sister we basically had to mope around somewhere until we had to go to the airport we had a few hours so uh we went to Oh God, the Riviera? No, was Ooh, it the Riviera? Okay, the newest that- one, the resort. Crap, which one do we go to? It's the one where there's the gondolas or the. Oh my gosh, it goes straight to Epcot. Yeah, yeah. I think it is yeah. Riviera. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we went there and um, we basically got dropped off and we didn't have to pay anything, and we just like chilled there and then realized that the vouchers that they gave us for the meal and drinks for Batu were still on my phone so we were able to buy a meal at that resort oh, so we didn't, no way yeah, it would so work anywhere yeah that's amazing so yeah. we didn't so we just used it there and then we just went to the airport a few hours later that called it a day that's cool <laughs> yeah so it was pretty I nice think, I don't think I would have thought to like go over there. I think I probably would have just defaulted to like, oh, let's go to Disney Springs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, no, because we could only go there because that was the only resort that was willing to just hold on to our luggages for us while we were waiting around. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because yeah. the two other couple, the, the other couple that we were got a car with actually were doing the same thing. And it was just funny because they were from Ohio and they got excited because I was wearing a Ohio State shirt. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah course every time i wear a house shirt (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they were doing the same thing they were like oh yeah like riviera is the only place that will like you know like let us leave our luggage there while we walk around like that's what we were doing too so they had did you guys do that research ahead of time like how did you know that we my sister called the front desk at the halcyon asked was like can we leave our luggage here or like do you know like we even called uh coronado springs because that's where originally stayed like stayed at we asked like do you mind us coming back and we leave our luggage there for a little while we like no just wait for the airport they're like no we can't do that but the Riviera will let you so that's how we kind of figured it out because we wouldn't have known otherwise I wonder why that one out of all of them I have no idea but we just went with it I was also surprised I'm just like dude we we stayed with you guys for four nights like you right you would think yeah I'm just like you're we're just holding your like you're just holding my suitcase right and you would think even like they might they should maybe just even take a nominal fee or something to do it yeah but if you think about it like if i'm going to a resort and leaving my suitcase i'm going to end up either walking around going to the gift shop or even buying mm-hmm. a meal so you'll Putting end up money. making the money anyway mm-hmm. so i mean it didn't yep. make sense but at least like one of the resorts allowed us to do that so that was pretty chill Good okay time. i only have two remaining questions let's hear it number one i should have asked previously but um it was what time do you have to start your day um 8 a.m oh. <laughs> <laughs> well that's mostly because you want to like get breakfast in and then I think the first activities started around like 9 30 10 yeah so you want to kind of like get yourself situated in your room take a shower and everything and then eat so I would say eight o'clock is when we started the second day, at least. That's fair, I guess. Because the first day, <laughs> I'm the just first, like the on vacation. One o'clock yeah. Anyways. yeah. I just want to sleep in sometimes, but there's no sleep in this one. Like right, I literally, exactly. I think at Star Wars Celebration, when I went to go get my autograph from Ashley Eckstein, 
I I specifically asked her, I was like, do you have any tips for the Star Cruiser? Because she was there, I think, like a few weeks before we were going. And she just goes, sleep before you go there because you're not going to sleep when you're on the ship. And I was like, okay, noted. (laughs) Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah. 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 And actually, I shouldn't be surprised because on the Disney cruises too, I typically get up really early because yeah, I want yeah. I want to. How go, are you going to complain about this? It's I know I want to go on, all, do all the activities, go on all the excursions, and yeah. then by the time you're finished with your cruise, it's like you need a vacation from your vacation. That's true. Although coming off of this one, I didn't feel as tired. Really, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it was just chill because I think I think also we had all that Saturday. It was just like lounging, waiting, going to the airport and just sitting on a plane. So it just didn't feel too hectic. And it was, yeah. also only, it was only two days too compared to like a week long cruise, which I think would have been a little worse. Right. But you had already been traipsing all over Walt Disney World Resort the whole week prior. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't remember much then. It's interesting though, because that's the way it make, made you feel is like, you were so detached from reality that you did feel like it was a break from everything else. And that's good. Especially when we walked out when we were checking, I was like, oh, I forgot we're in Florida. Right. This sucks. (laughs) I'm not in space. I was like, dang it. (laughs) But yeah. Did we talk about the bathrooms? Was there anything weird or interesting about the bathrooms? Like did the toilets flush a the opposite direction than they normally do in America or something like that in America <laughs> well because no. you know Australia they flush backwards yeah there was nothing different that Simpsons episode <laughs> yeah there's nothing different in the bathroom really it's just a normal bathroom the only thing is like is there water colored blue no I think that would be an interesting time it would be interesting but it wasn't <laughs> I mean, the only thing that came in the bathroom was uh, their version of like a little gift. Uh, it was like a tin sitting on the sink. And it basically- Did you steal it? I mean, I didn't steal it. She specifically said it was a gift. Uh-huh. Like that was the first thing she said to us when she gave us our room tour. She's uh-huh. like, this is a gift from the Halcyon. Like, feel free to take that home. I was like, wow, of course I'm going to take it home. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's like retail in the gift shop. It's $40. Like, of course I'm going to take this home. I have oh my it in my goodness. I have it in my showcase right now. I took a bunch of stuff actually. So I have uh these coasters that you get on the Star Cruiser. And then actually when you go to the cantina, I had a special mission where you had to say something to the uh the cast member or the waiter. I had to mm-hmm. say something and he's like, oh, okay. And he gave you another only like exclusive coaster that you can get from the Halcyon. Oh. So I have that in my showcase as well. And awesome. I got Gaia's autograph on one of the like little scavenger hunt thing papers that they gave us yeah it's super chill i even kept the luggage tags oh those are really cool looking so i kept a few stuff and then i don't know what else i got yeah so this coasters i got these um there was like three letters that kept getting dropped like a few letters that got dropped on our bed or under our door during our activities because things were happening so like the captain saying oh like I'm so sorry of the events that have transpired here like blah blah like just know that we have everything under control and then like the other does the events. captain come over the loudspeaker at all uh she does speak sometimes but it's mostly like another voice like a I don't know a PA voice so does it is it almost like you're um 
writing star tours and you can hear people like paging doctor whatever kind of (laughs) the only problem is like you could only hear it really clearly in the public areas but like Mm -hmm. if you're in your room you could subtly hear it but not clear Mm -hmm. enough like it doesn't yeah it doesn't disturb you yeah yeah like you couldn't hear I think there's like announcement like oh like the last activity for the night is like ending like uh when you return to your I don't know your rooms like have a good evening I'm just like "Mm." Shut up, I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think they should have their own type of foghorn, just like a cruise ship does. (laughs) Yeah. They just went into hyperspace. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got. Missing out. Okay, did you feel like, this is my last question, officially, I think. Did you feel like anything was missing? Anything was missing. Or did you walk away completely satisfied like Disney did it right? I wish they gave us more free stuff, honestly, for the price that we paid. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Like dead serious felt like they should have gave us like even folded towels on bed would have been cute. Like something like that or like a chocolate or cookie on the bed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just felt like little things like that maybe. I I just wanted something free. I don't want a face mask. Do they do towel animals? No, there's nothing like that. Dang. Yeah. Towel androids? That would yeah, be they, so cute. They need to, yeah, they need to learn how to make towel droids. Like, yeah. That, or towel aliens or something. Yeah, I mean, like, overall, I really love the experience. I feel like there's always room for more stuff. It's just for that price, I just felt like I should have gotten a lot more out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. I just feel like for $5,000, I should have walked away at least with like a teddy bear or something. But right. I, I came back with a freaking luggage tag that I had to take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost think they had to place it that high up though, just to weed the out actors. the demand, you know? It, yeah. Space it out a little bit and make sure that you know yeah. they're not overpowered with like too many bookings or something yeah but also I, it sounds like they're not even able to fill their bookings because of the price too so yeah. i can see the price going down eventually mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i just felt like for the price i paid i did get a lot it was very immersive i had nothing but fun but i just felt like i should have walked away with something more than a face mask yeah yeah i think even what would be neat is as soon as you go there there sh- and you pick a side initially, mm-hmm. I think they should give you something like you're donning the clothes of that. Like I know a Kinda lot like of people are coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of people are showing up in costume, yeah, I'm assuming. Sure. But like they should be outfitting you to like oh, look no. the part. I totally agree. I just feel like if you're the rebellion side, like you could get like a cool like scarf that all of them wear kind of thing. Yeah. And like, if you're on the dark side, you get a cloak or, or a vest or a vest. Yeah, vests. for sure. It's just like, that would have been cool. Like I, all I'm saying is I just feel like it, it wouldn't even be considered a freebie because I'm paying for it, but it just Included. felt like right. I should have walked away with more than just an experience, which yeah, that sounds kind of greedy, but I'm just like for $5,000. Yeah. But you got a magic band and a pin. <laughs> yeah yeah and you got to just walk on to millennium falcon and rise of the resistance yeah but you could do that i should say smugglers run yeah i was like for five thousand dollars i was like i should be able to ride that all day right exactly yeah (laughs) to be able to own the millennium falcon (laughs) 
I just bought the Millennium Falcon. I was like, I just bought it off the lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like even, I just feel like a Nah, cool, you just got scrap metal. Yeah, like even <laughs> what a, a robe or a hoodie would have been kind of cute or like a yeah. shirt that they just gave you or like even a gift basket on your bed when you walked in would have would have been kind of cute. Yeah. But yeah. Nothing. I got, I have just pieces of paper and a coaster. Or like if they really needed to, um, you know, Disney is, is cheap. Like they, you know, they wreck up a, a profit themselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stingy yes. Disney. Um, yes. So if they wanted to keep it on the slim side, but still somehow like cater to that request, like maybe they could do something that is cheaper to mass produce, like a pair of socks or slippers that kind oh, of yeah. look Jedi-ish or something. For sure. Like, like Wookiee yeah. feet. Come on now. Come on. It'd be so easy. Yeah. But I mean, overall, it was a ton of fun. It was definitely yeah. like a once in a lifetime experience. It's just like there's always room for something else. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Always room for more things. things. Yeah. More free things, please. Yeah, I'm free. I feel like if they gave you like a hat or a t-shirt that even said you know, I think like that's good promo. No, yeah, right. like anything. I, I'm sure it does not cost that much. Right, like free this. marketing. Yeah. yeah. Think about that, Disney. Yeah, think about it. Or save on material and make it a tank top. <laughs> like, they don't even have Florida, to, like, give you the whole shirt. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Or even a, a patch. Would a patch sur- suffice, maybe? I mean, anything. I'll take anything at this point. Yeah, yeah. Any, we love anything. free things. I think. Any yeah, non-paper that's... item. Yeah, pretty and much. I feel like, like you I, got all paper. I do. Yeah, that's all I have in my showcase is all paper and a oh. mini droid that I had to buy myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, ten out of ten experience. Ten out of ten. Well, I mean, better be for that money. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Five thousand out of five thousand. Five thousand out of five thousand. I mean, I've enjoyed just the experience of listening to (laughs) this vacation. Yeah, I honestly feel like I was there with you, and I I have like pretty close to no interest in going, but (laughs) or like participating. No, I get it. Hotel room. I totally get that. I'm there. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> but no, it did it, it sound super fun. Like it convinced me, like if, if I were to go on this with you, I would actually <laughs> probably try to participate yeah. and get it with the good graces of whichever side I pick. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I think the role-playing is, is pretty hard. You have to really get out of your comfort zone for that at least. Mm-hmm. But that's why it helps when there's a lot of people. You just like listen and just say, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome like just agree <laughs> pretty much i'm just i'm just here for the good time yeah right party yeah Both sides. yeah <laughs> so cool well this actually did remind me of a piece of disney download news that i forgot to share and that was that I think it was on our last episode, potentially the episode before that, we talked about um, back in the day how Darth Vader had actually been in the Star Wars launch bay in Tomorrowland. And he is back. Heck yeah, he's my face. Yeah, he's just returned. I 
think it may be temporary because you know how they always now just cycle characters in and out and stuff. But what's kind of neat is they're doing photos by droids. That's pretty cool. I did see that. Yeah. So it's like there's a camera in the wall. (laughs) It like automatically takes your photo. Maybe it's kind of like one of those cheap photo booths at the mall or something. Pretty much. Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. We we saved on a cast member here. Yeah. Oh, that also reminds me. Lady Thor is at um, Avengers Campus now. Oh, yeah. I saw her for a short, short amount of time. So. So like a week. Probably. That movie was really good, though. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. It's very funny, but it's like Marvel funny. So like dad jokes. Mm. And I did see Loki come back. No. Oh, at the Avengers campus? Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. <gasps> what the heck? We need to go back now. When are we no. going? When are we going? Are we going soon? <laughs> Kira doesn't want to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I get you it. You know, I love our experiences over Zoom. I yeah, feel so I get close it. to you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> no i know we have to we have to make uh we have we'll to make it soon. happen yes we will make it happen and um in the meantime we'll just have to rely on our mobile order to tide us over and tonight our mobile order of beignets at the mint julep bar is ready mm. you know princess and the frog style right here until next time see you real soon <laughs> Dang, I did. I forgot a question. Hidden Mickeys. Did you find it? Are there any? I'm curious. Maybe Darth Vader. Darth Vader's would be so cool. I don't think there's any on the. Oh, I didn't even notice. I was thinking.